What an amazing blessing it is. Without it, we'd be lost. For a little bit, think about a person or persons who loved you, who invested greatly in you, who mentored you, who sacrificed for you, who cared for you. Maybe this person just gave and gave and gave for you. Let's take a moment to think about those individuals. What a gift and blessing memory is. Without memory, we would be lost and lose our sense of identity in many ways. It could well be the most tragic verse in all of the Bible. Jeremiah 2, verse 32 my people have forgotten me days without end. Imagine the God of heaven saying that about his own people. My people have forgotten me days without end. And then think of Peter's admonition in the New Testament in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 through 15 where he mentions reminding or remembrance three times to stir up one's mind by way of remembrance. To be able to stir our minds and to remember and to fan the flames of faith is a marvelous blessing. Remember not to forget. God and His goodness. And the people God has used over the years to bless us. I don't want to forget those people. I don't want to forget those things. I don't want to forget how my God worked through others. Some of us have very good memories for the wrong things and not so good memories for the good things. It's been said that we write our blessings in dust and we write 
our tragedies in marble. Is that you? Is that me? I believe that a biblical theology of memory will do as much as anything to put spring in our steps and song in our hearts and to give us a sense of joy and optimism as we grow closer to God each day. I want to talk with you about God's servant and memory this morning. And I'd like to look at three considerations concerning God's servants and memory. The first consideration is quite simple. Memory, it's meaning. E-S-R, memory has to do with encoding information. It's a fascinating study concerning the human mind. Encoding information. The storage of that information and the ability to retrieve that information. I want to make a conscious decision to encode, to store, and to be able to retrieve God's rich goodness in my life. Shouldn't we all? I think we all at times suffer from encoding problems, things that we really should have have given priority to as far as the way God acts and what He does and and what He's about and storing these things in our mind. Let's think about it this way. Memory is a cognitive matter. It's a matter of the mind. It's a matter of the mind. Memory is a volitional matter. Because sometimes, Brother Dave, people can remember all kinds of wonderful stuff, and other times you're around people who have a different disposition entirely, and they can remember every bad thing that ever happened at sea. It's a matter of the will. A matter of the mind, cognitive. It's a matter of the will. But I'll tell you what... This encoding and storing and retrieving of information that makes us such a unique individual is also an emotional matter. Were you able to feel nothing when you thought about someone that loved you? That sacrificed and that gave and gave? Maybe it was a parent. Maybe it's an older Christian couple. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe an elder. Maybe a teacher. But the investment they made in you was great and it touches you even now. And you can't think about it without feeling something. 
But memory is not simply a matter of cognitive thinking and one's mind, and volitional one's will, emotional one's feeling, but it's also a matter <coughs> of action because memories spur us to act. When we think about the past, we interpret the past, don't we, in, in, in the events. But memory also helps us to chart the future as we live in the present. What an amazing thing memory is. There is a disease called Korsakoff's syndrome. Korsakoff's syndrome <laughs> means that a person at a certain point in their life, they just cannot remember anything. Perhaps the person is a veteran of World War II and they are now in their 80s or 90s. And yes, we can attribute some of this to, uh, to long life and declining health, but they cannot remember anything that has happened since 1945. And the day a world war ended. And Tyler now, they're in their late 80s. And if you were to go in, you would introduce them, yourself to them. And if you went in an hour from now, you'd have to reintroduce yourself to them. And another hour from now, you could do it every hour on the clock. Spot on the hour. And he wouldn't know you. But he would Seventy, eighty years are gone. As Christians, let's not have spiritual Korsakoff syndrome. It's types. Memory is a great blessing. How lost we'd be without it. When you think about the basic types of memory, there's declarative memory. This is something that is learned by repetition and rehearsal. Fill in the blank. Oh, listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of... All right. Rehearsal and repetition. Columbus sailed the ocean blue in fill in the blank. 1492. Corey Sawyer's Wish that I was on old. Rocky Top. All right. <laughs> repetition. Declaration. The information's there because we've repeated it and rehearsed it. Our ABCs. Numbers. You keep talking about this. There's episodic memory. Episodic memory is tied to context and location. <coughs> location, location, location. 
context. January 7th, today, is my anniversary. Wedding anniversary. Context. Location. We remember things because of context and location, don't we? First kiss. Wedding ceremony. Honeymoon. We remember where people are buried. Episodic memory. Sensory. This is something that is just practiced so often involving our senses that it just becomes part of us. It becomes second nature. Sensory memory is at work, Chris, when we drive an automobile. Sensory memory. The ability to see, touch, hear, feel, all all of these things, you know. An awareness that just seems to kick in to overdrive, pardon the pun, while we're driving. How about... Installing a light bulb. Now, if you're from Texas like I am, how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Well, if you're an Aggie, it could take six. But most of the time, it takes one. One. But it's a sensory thing. I took typing years ago in school when the technology burst came on. I can still type 80 to about 100 words a minute on a computer. I won't say how many errors. But it's a sensory thing. It just becomes part of you. Declarative, episodic, sensory. This last type is something we really want to be able to utilize as Christians and to encourage in others reflective memory. Because it's as if you can experience again that memory, that occasion. You can taste it. You can feel the breeze. You can feel the touch. Can you not see the value of these things? For the people of God. That there are things we've learned. And we recall. Because we have repeated them. Over and over. The basics. There are episodes. There are moments. In our lives as God's people. That we will not soon forget. There are sensory things. How sad it is when a person due to advancing years and ill health, maybe disease, no longer can drive. Their their eyesight, their hearing, their reflexes are not what they need to be to be safe. I don't know about you, but sometimes I reflect on things I ought not. 
and I repeat things I should not. And I allow scenes to enter my mind that I really don't want to. And sometimes I have a problem with the proper encoding, storing, and retrieving of what is good and holy and noble. Philippians 4.8 But I have a pretty good memory sometimes for what's sinful. There's a disease called, it's not really a disease, but you think about it, it is. Highly developed autobiographical memory. It's called hyperthymesia. Only about 50 people in the United States have it, but it remember, they remember everything. Have you stopped to think about what a blessing it is to not remember some things? Can you think about how difficult it would be to go through your life and remember every wrong thing you have ever said or done? And to remember every wrong thing anyone ever said or did to you. I feel for those people. But I would want to point them to a God who says, their sin and their iniquity will I remember no more. Memory, it's blessing. Memory helps us to focus on Jesus. Second Timothy two eight. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, declared by my gospel. Memory has this blessing. It promotes gratitude. It focuses me on God. It promotes gratitude to God for His goodness and for His deeds. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 5. What a blessing. Memory raises our hopes. 1 Thessalonians 1.3, Paul says, When I call to mind your work of faith, your labor of love, your patience of hope. What a blessing to remember and have hope in a God who's faithful. Memory warns of doubt and disobedience. Remember lots Memory helps us to warn ourselves of doubt and disobedience. Luke 17, 32. Memory encourages trust and obedience. Matthew 26, Mark 14. Wherever the gospel is preached, this will be Spoken of as a memorial to her. A woman who anointed Jesus in lieu of his approaching death. It encourages trust and obedience. How about how we think of memory in worship? A 
preacher's basic job is to be a remembrancer. <laughs> to help everybody remember how great and amazing God is. And the need to respond to that God. The Lord's Supper is a memorial. It is to be done in remembrance. The songs we sing are a call to remember the great things of God. And when we pray, we remember what He has done for us in the past and the present. And we ask Him to continue to bless us in the future. And to generously give. We give because we remember. Wow. Memory prompts mercy. Remember the poor, Galatians 2 and verse 10, what it's like to not have, to be able to relate to others. The blessing of memory, it informs and forms our identity. You get the idea. Now, the churches in Revelation 2 and 3 are instructed to remember. As time passes, I have no doubt that there will be many things I will not recall. But I pray to God daily that there will be things that I never forget. I don't want to. When I go to the nursing home to have a devotional with the people there, one of the amazing things is they may not recall their name that day. But when Jesus loves me and trust and obey and many other songs are sung, I see their lips move. I want to remember. I don't want to forget. May God help us to keep these things in mind.